Now we're good. May grace and peace be with you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. So wonderful for everybody to be here in the Holy Spirit. We thank you for everybody who participated so warmly in our passion this afternoon, this morning I should say. And what a joy it is to be here on the threshold of our most joyous day of celebration at the end of the year. There are no real announcements this evening except to mention that we had hoped to have a short prayer service at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, but between is it freezing rain or three, four inches of snow? I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But I think uh, for everybody's safety, we're going to try to keep it as safe as possible, and we'll try that another Christmas day. So we thank you for coming, we thank you for being part of this church, and we thank you for celebrating our joy this evening. The next carol is hymn 221, Joy to the World. That's not, not yet. Okay. No, that's after the sermon. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, My turn. Your turn. Hmm? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and Connor. Kelsey. Kelsey and Connor. Kelsey and Connor. Why don't y'all come up for a second? I don't have a formal children's message. Let's go visit Jesus. This part of the technology will work. <coughs> Once upon a time, it's the beginning of many of our favorite stories from childhood, right? Once upon a time, there was a princess, a prince, a bear, a frog, a child. Once upon a time, there was a story that made us excited to hear it no matter how many times we'd heard it before. Once upon a time, you may have told that story again and again to a small child, to the point where you knew the story better than the child sitting on your lap or tucked into bed. Our son doesn't remember the once upon a time stories that we would read to him every night, but we remember them. Once upon a time, we love to tell once upon a time stories, hoping that the time for them would never end. But then, 
we grow older and our children grow older. We tuck away the board books in the attic or give them to a new generation of children. Once upon a time, stories give way to more grown-up stories, ones that don't always end happily ever after, ones where we struggle to find a way to tell them to ourselves, much less to our children. Yet there is one once upon a time story that never leaves us. We come back to the story again and again, no matter how young we are, no matter how old, no matter how far away from being young or old we may feel we are. In the beginning of the most amazing story of all time, the story of how God became flesh in the form of a baby boy, cradled in the arms of his poor and amazed mother, watched over by a father who tried to understand what was his role in the middle of this story. Billions of people have heard and told this story for 2,000 years, and yet it remains fresh every year at Christmas because we need it to be fresh. We need Christmas to be not just real, but the beginning of the best story of all time. And it is the best story of all time, isn't it? Not because it's real, even though it is the most real story of all time, but because of the way that we tell the story, and that it never stops to make sense in a world that continues to lose its senses. There was just one time, just once upon a time, when God came into our imperfect world in the most imperfect of circumstances to be both God and human perfectly. Once, just once, upon a time, God, the creator of all things, came into a mother through the Holy Spirit to be a creation, the baby Jesus. How? We really don't know. And like all the best stories, we don't really have to know the how, and we don't have to apologize for it to disbelievers. We just have to know that it made sense of a senseless world and still does today. If God, without sin, were to come into a sinful world perfectly for our sake, how could it be any other way? The story of Jesus starts as only a God who loves us perfectly could start. And that's all we really need to know. Once upon a time, there was a mother named Mary who was told by God's angel Gabriel the amazing news of her baby's coming, realizing what a complete scandal it would make of her life. What a complete embarrassment it would be to her betrothed husband, Joseph. What a complete shambles it would look like to her family and her friends. Yet this young woman, confronted with the most challenging news that a young woman could face, realized that there was something more to this news than her own story. What Mary realized is that her own body could be the beginning of God's greatest story of all, the promised coming of salvation from God. Salvation from God in Emmanuel, the Hebrew word for God is with us. She could have said, no, 
I want my own sword. She could have said, yes, but can't you make things better for me first? She could have said a thousand different things, and I'm sure that she felt a thousand different things about this message from God. But the Gospel of Luke tells us that there is just one thing that she said. Here am I, the servant of the Lord, that it be with me according to your word. Offer the birth of God's perfection on earth, Mary, a young woman, wanted nothing but God's perfect and precious love to come into her perfectly at the start of God's perfection on earth, no matter what it meant for her. Once upon a time, a young woman pondered in her heart what all of these things meant. As the baby grew inside of her, not just like, just like any other baby, and yet unlike any other baby before or since. I remember the day that I drove Junan to the hospital when our son was born, with more emotions than I could imagine flowing through me and her. There was hope, there was love, there was joy, and finally there was the peace of a newborn baby boy resting quietly on his mother, cradled by his father. And as I went home to get some things, I looked up at the bright blue sky and said just one thing to the perfect God of love. Thank you. But Mary said the biggest thank you of all time for her baby before Jesus was ever born. Whatever there was hope for her, she knew that God had just offered her a part in the story of the greatest hope of all time. Whatever love there was for her, she knew that God's amazing, overwhelming love for her and for the world was coming to pass in the flesh as never before. Whatever joy she could possibly have in her life, it would be nothing compared to the joy of the fulfillment of God's promises of salvation through Israel. Whatever peace she could have kept for herself by rejecting God coming into the world, it would be nothing compared to the peace that she would find in obeying the God of perfect love when God needed her to say thank you and just thank you. In the middle of all the personal failures that she might face in the face of God's victory, through her perfect obedience to God's perfect loving will, Mary was thankful God's coming. Once, just once upon a time, a young woman, feeling the pains of a birth about to happen, staggered into a stable with her husband, a typical place for the humblest of people to stay in towns where they weren't wanted and wanted nothing more than the Son of God to come out like any other healthy baby. And so, he did. He came out to start life as perfectly as any baby starts life. The stable was a mess. The world was a mess. Mary's life was a mess. But Jesus, this newborn baby, Jesus was perfect. Once upon a time, the one true story 
But God's perfect love on earth began. To the world, it looked like any other imperfect story, maybe even like our story. A poor mother and father, miles away from home, lost in the middle of crowds of people, just trying to pay their taxes. The story looked unimportant to the world. But to God, it was the beginning of the most perfect love story of all time. A story with the happiest ending of all time. A story that God invites us to start again every year at Christmas because it's never too early or too late to have faith in the goodness of God's story of love. It's the story of love that was there with us from the moment that we came into the world. Love that will be waiting for us even when we've turned our back on God's love. Love that will help us to look at the painful truth of where we felt short in deserving God's love. Love that will help us become better and better at loving the world as God already loves us. Love that will be with us and through faith in us when we take our final breath. The universe is a big place, but not bigger than the love of God that has come to us on this tiny planet Earth through faith in Jesus Christ. Love that came down on that first Christmas as all the universe bowed down before a little baby in a manger. The story has begun again. Once upon a time, God began the story of Jesus because the universe is a story. And God wants it to be a story of perfect love now and for all time. And now, once, on this night, the story gets to start again in our hearts. It's never too late or too early to let the story of Christ being born to be born again in your heart. The stars look down on us. The earth is hushed. Baby Jesus sleeps in heavenly peace. Candles glow, inviting God's perfect love to glow again in our hearts. Like the love we have for a perfect baby, let the story of God's hope win your heart. Let the star story of God's love win your heart. Let the story of God's joy win your heart. Let the story of God's peace win your heart. Let the rest of your story be part of God's perfect story so that every day we can say to God, as Mary did, thank you. Merry Christmas. Amen. And now we get to sing joy to the world. Number 246 in your <coughs>
Bellman, his story, and how we need you in our lives. We don't come here for a stage show. We don't come here just to be obedient. We come here because deep in our hearts, we want this story to be true, and we know this story is true. And we know how much we in the world need it to be true. And it is true. It has been true. It will always be true. And so we thank you, dear Lord, that Jesus was born and gave us the most true story of all. Let us rejoice in it this Christmas. Let us keep it in our hearts. Let us remember all those who need the healing and hope that this story brings, and even ourselves, who need that healing and hope. And give it to you in hope of your peace in our hearts. As we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for loving God in your hearts. Thank you, God, for everything that we have to love. And thank you for the opportunity to express that love in a small way through our gifts of tithes and offerings, knowing that in our hearts there is so much more that we want to give up.
slot. <laughs> Silent night, holy night. May the Lord bless us in remembrance of how much we love Jesus at his birth. And keep us in all things. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. Thank you.
Thank you.